So today I want to talk about relationships and money because I'm sure you guys have heard the statistics that money problems are a leading cause of divorce and definitely a leading cause of stress. So I thought it was really interesting just to think about the fact that everybody on the earth has to deal with money, right? It's our currency of life. If you don't have money, then you can't eat unless you are living off the grid. So everybody has to deal with money, yet usually these conversations are never had in relationships or they're very rare in relationships and it is not something that most of us have had modeled by our parents. It's not taught to us in schools. Um, it, it, it's a double whammy, right? Because we're not taught how to socialize in school. We're not taught how to properly address different types of relationships and sustain, create and sustain healthy relationships. And then on top of that, we are not taught anything about personal finance or business finance or anything to do with finance. So it's two areas of life that are uh, arguably the two most important aspects of life, right? So relationships and money are somehow not talked about in school, even if we're, even if we have a PhD. So interestingly, money is actually not the number one leading cause of divorce, but the uh, number one and two causes of divorce, depending on what study you look at, are either lack of commitment or too much conflict, so too much arguing. And so you could back that up and extrapolate that, of course, arguments are going to arise around certain subjects. And one one of those subjects is money. So even though maybe it's not directly the number one leading cause of divorce anymore in 2023, according to all of the recent data that I looked up for this podcast episode, it's still a contributing factor. And so just to give you an idea, uh, there was one study by SunTrust Bank in 2015, which was a really large study with more than 2,000 adults. And that study found that 35% of people experiencing relationship stress said that money was the primary cause of that. And that percentage does go up as the participants aged. So people 44, looks like 44 to 54 years old said, uh, 44% of them said that money was the main cause of their stress. So it's looking like anywhere from 35 to 45% of people of or or rather um that people people are saying that 35 to 45% of their stress is caused by money. So so this is a huge percentage and usually what we don't talk about and don't communicate about and have a lot of psychological fear around only gets worse. So I came up with a few ways to mitigate fear surrounding talking about money with your partner. And I know that it can be very 
very daunting and how do you approach it and depending on that person's temperament and when is the right time to approach it and all that stuff but you know what look guys we're adults uh once you turn 18 you're an adult and the best way to get through anything is to face it head on so i came up with a few ways based on behavioral science of of how to have these types of conversations without it leading to more conflict so we don't want to have conversations with our partner surrounding money only for it to turn into even more stress the idea is to have these conversations in order to come up with solutions and focus on solutions and not focus on the problem focusing on the problem is not going to help anyone so with all of that said i thought a great way to approach your partner whether that's husband, wife, partner, or anything in between would be to approach this conversation as a brainstorming session for your life vision. So even though some of these are a little cheesy, I thought it was a really good way to approach the conversation without it getting into argument territory. So just some ideas were you could start with creating a vision board together so instead of saying, hey, we need to talk about our money because you spend too much money and I don't have enough money and da 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 like, let's not go there because that's not going to help anyone. It's not going to get you closer to your goals. So a great way to start would be to say, hey, hey, you know, uh, let's be cheesy and do a vision board together. Um, and the idea with that would be to create a vision board, create a bucket list, maybe a goals list and a timeline and then work backward from there. So if you started with a bucket list, let's say maybe on your bucket list is to purchase a home in Newport Beach, California. Well, put that on your vision board, put that on your bucket list and then work backward from there with your partner by asking open questions like, Let's not focus on the problems right now. Let's focus on creative solutions to get us closer to these goals. And you could write a list, a blank list numbered one through 10 and start filling out and brainstorming ways for you both to head in that right direction together. And of course, with any kind of bucket list or vision board, of course, money is going to come into that because, you know, if you want that perfect if you want a dream vacation once a year, or you want a summer house in Italy, or you want whatever it is that you want, then you're going to need funds in order to be able to do that. So of course, along with that, you could obviously say, hey, you know, what? One, one of the solutions to getting our dream house is to create a monthly budget. And the reason why we would want to do that is because we want that beautiful home for our family. And that's why we need a budget to do that, right? So working working in this way, I feel, is a much more positive and light way to approach this subject and to come up with a mutual plan that works for both of you instead of just attacking the other person for what they're doing wrong because we all have to remember that sometimes we don't know what we're doing wrong 
So um, approach it from a from a positive direction as much as you possibly can. And keep in mind that no one wants to be ridiculed. So don't make this into a bashing and blaming session. Make it into a session where you both are working toward making your dreams a reality. And hopefully when you approach the conversation like this, hopefully it'll be a lot lighter and you guys will come up with much better creative solutions to your life goals and your money goals. Uh, Another couple of things that I would recommend is it's totally okay and recommended to plan your conversation ahead of time. Take some time to yourself to stop and meditate and be in silence with yourself. Go for a walk and it's okay to practice what you're going to say. It's okay to write down your thoughts, speak them out loud to yourself first prepare for how you're going to approach this get yourself into a calm and happy state and just remember that this conversation is so that you can achieve your vision your life vision and just keep in keep that in mind keep that dream in mind and let that excitement come to you because once you take responsibility for your financial health that's when all of your puzzle pieces can come together because you're taking responsibility for one of the most important aspects of being an adult. Another, another um, suggestion, which uh, a lot of you probably heard of this before, but to use I statements instead of you statements. So that means saying things like, I feel concerned about our savings and I think we need to set a budget as opposed to you spend too much money and you're wasting all of our money and because of you, we can't do anything, we can't have nice things and like that. And this comes from research in more effective communication. So just saying, I feel like da 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 or I feel concerned that we might be not heading in the right direction. Let's sit down and do our budget and make sure that we can pay all of our bills on time and let's catch up on payments and everything like that. Uh, And then of course, another suggestion is just to try your absolute best to be empathetic and open-minded during this conversation. And to, like I said before, maintain that positive atmosphere uh, because your partner does have a different perspective than you. And it's always good to find ways to validate their feelings because we all want to feel validated, right? We want to feel heard. So you have to listen to your partner and be ready to compromise because that is the essence of what a relationship is. It's it's compromise. It's maybe you're not going to get every single tiny thing that you want, but you can find a nice middle ground. And the goal is to work together and just keep mentioning that just keep mentioning that you want to focus on solutions. So solutions, solutions, solutions and to write it down. A vision board is just such a great way to do it because you can you can make it beautiful and fun and creative instead of it being a, you know, just looking at a spreadsheet or something like that. So 
I really hope that you guys were helped by this. So again, just to recap, number one, take time to yourself. Be in silence with yourself for a few days and plan and prepare how you want to approach it, what you want to say. Plan and prepare about what your vision is for your life first and be prepared to come to that conversation and ask your partner to sit down in this conversation talking about finances from a very, very positive place and coming from how can we work together to achieve our life vision and our bucket list. Another thing, use I statements instead of you statements. And lastly, remember to be empathetic, open-minded, and be ready and willing to compromise to work together to find a solution to achieve your greatest life goals. And with that, we are actually having a rapid repair, rapid credit repair workshop. And that is on meetup.com under Millionaire Mentor Method. You can go ahead and look at that. That's going to be on uh, next Thursday. That's going to be Thursday the 25th. And this is actually our first credit workshop. And I really don't want to become the credit repair lady or anything like that. But especially in this economy, we've, we have been taught or maybe we've heard cash is king. But that's just not true. Credit is king. Because how many people in America were born with $30 million? So if you weren't born with $30 million, which most most of us aren't, most of us weren't, right? And not saying that you need that much in order to be happy or anything like that. But I'm just I'm just giving an example. Um, you need leverage in order to Usually you need leverage in order to purchase real estate. And as we all know, many of our millionaire mentors in our community got that way through real estate. And how did they get that way through real estate? Did they just go and purchase a house that was $500,000 cash? Most of them did not. And it's actually recommended that you don't do that. And how do you do that? Well, you need good credit. And that's just... That's just how it goes. But you know what? The good news is this. You can improve your credit usually, usually within 18 months, which is really not a lot of time at all. If you have a plan in place, you would probably be surprised that you can do this. You can improve your credit without necessarily having to pay every single collection that you have. You can improve your credit by... You don't have to, uh, you know, pay off every single last student loan you have in order to have good credit. You can have a car loan and still have good credit. You can have credit cards and still have good credit. You can have collections, things in collections, and still improve your credit. There's ways to do it. So I don't want to become this person, but I just feel it's so, 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 so crucial. It's pretty much the very beginning It's the first building block on your millionaire journey. It just is. So again, that's going to be Thursday, May 25th. It's on meetup.com. It's through Zoom. 
so you can uh, you can be anywhere in the world and I want to reiterate that we do need mentors for uh, our mentor and mentee match program which for now is free because we are a mentoring community that's the whole point because we learn better when we're teaching we always learn better when we're teaching and when we're accountable to someone else so even if you have been in let's say you've been in real estate for 30 years well if you're mentoring a younger person which it which by the way it doesn't have to be a younger person but let's say you're mentoring a younger person well just by having those conversations and just by meeting with that person you're going to open doors in your mind and within your creativity that you might not have ever even realized and they might be they they can absolutely absolutely teach you teach you things as well right because you want you want to have connections and friends colleagues that are at your level you want to have colleagues that are above your level as far as their journey professional journey and you want to have colleagues that are below your level so that you can learn from them and teach them and and stay young right so if you want to participate in that program, you can go to millionairementormethod.com and uh, just go ahead and use the contact form and just shoot me a quick, a quick hey that says, hey, I'm interested in being a mentor and I'll reach out to you personally and get you hooked up with that. And our the requirement for that is super simple. It's going to be that you have to meet with your mentee once a quarter. And hopefully that'll be about two hours once a quarter. So we're talking about, you know, eight to 10 hours a year. So it's not going to be not going to be completely taking all of your time or anything like that. But of course, of course, we would love it if you would be more than that, obviously. And we are trying to match people that make sense. So if you're a lawyer, obviously, we would want to match you with a mentee that's going into your same profession if you're in real estate we'd want to match you with a mentee that's passionate about real estate and so on and of course you don't even have to be in something like that uh, i come from an entertainment background i'm a musician and producer multi-instrumentalist so a lot of a lot of people that i've helped along the way are musicians so even if you're a musician or artist whatever it is that you do please contact me and you can also contact me on in on my personal socials which you can just google crystal Kali, crystal with a k and k h a l i or just go to the most famous woman in the world.com and yes i am a musician that's why my name is silly that's why i have my silly rapper name so if you want to hear what i do you can Look up the most famous woman in the world wherever you listen to music. And with that, please remember to demonstrate excellence and bravery in each one to The information provided in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice, investment advice, or medical advice. The host is not a financial advisor nor a medical doctor or licensed therapist. Any financial or medical decisions made based on the information in this podcast are made at the listener's own risk. It is recommended that listeners consult with licensed professionals such as CPAs, financial advisors, and licensed physicians before making any investment or medical decisions. The host and creators of this podcast accept no responsibility or liability for any loss or damages incurred as a result of the information provided in this podcast.